Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. So keep that in mind. Yeah, hey, forget I asked. <laughs> That'll definitely It'll do. Ew. Join the f- Discord. It was the least fun I've ever had playing this game. A small but vibrant and extremely humble community. No, I've seen the sleeves, but I'm like, you said you're suiting up and then you put your sleeve on. Thank you for saying that. Because I'm a demon on the keys. Next thing I know, we're both dead. I immediately left the lobby. In Vietnam. What are they playing for? Are they playing to win? <laughs> Stay humble. Stay humble. We are live. Welcome to The Drop Shot, episode number 22. Almost at two dozen. My name is Casey, also known as Razanon. I am joined, as always, by my good friend Tanner. Tanner, say hello to everyone. Drop Shot community. And, uh, and today we've got another Wednesday episode for you. A few little patchy boys uh, and some pretty amusing uh, news items. And there's going to be a lot of speculation on today's podcast. Black helicopters. So just uh, if you have your tinfoil hats prepared, you should don them now. Because like I said, lots of speculation because there's lots of rumors floating around. Lots of news items, some confirmations, some quasi semi-confirmations and um we're going to be getting into all of that so just keep those things in mind now a couple small little announcements uh i got some feedback courtesy of our extremely small but vibrant humble community uh that i was not quite accurate last episode about the console specs <laughs> to say the least so apparently see and this is why you shouldn't do a podcast about things you know nothing about which is exactly what i did uh saturday which was tanner's fault because he wrote the notes for that episode um but uh so th- apparently the new console specs are actually pretty good now 
real they're not they're still not great i looked into it a little bit more i was corrected by a fair number of people uh what did we say the do you have that tweet on deck from power gpu a trusted source I'll, I'll pull it up right now okay so tanner's gonna pull up a trusted source that compares at least the xbox's specs to uh like contemporary uh pc parts and they are at least decent. So, uh, Tanner, do you have that ready? Should almost have it. Okay, so we're just going to wait on Tanner to go to wow. twitter.com slash power GPU. So. Well, I thought I liked it. Not finding it here. Uh... Why don't you keep moving on? I mean, hey, listen, my Twitter, on. my Twitter is just so popping. It's hard for me to find You're a things. Fucking I'm getting idiot. DMs. Just, you type in power GPU. I'm getting added. You know what, dude? Let me do it. Watch, watch how fast. No, this but I'm is. trying to look at my notifications. No, no, wrong. I'm going to make a point to you. My notification line is so. I'm going to make a point, bitch. Power GPU on Twitter. I'm following him. Damn, that was easy. Let me scroll for probably eight seconds max. Was there an image on his? Uh, his tweet? Fuck. This is actually harder than I thought. This guy tweets too much. Hold on. We almost found it. This is going to be relevant, I swear. Especially if you listen to last week's episode. I'm still not finding this, dude. Wasn't it an image, Tanner? Deleted it, dude. It was an image, yeah. Okay. Well, I don't care anymore. So we're not going over that. Uh, but anyways, the the specs for like at least the Xbox Series X are pretty good. Uh, the GPU was equivalent to I think a 2060 Super, which is not a bad card at all. And then the CPU was equivalent to something decent also. Don't remember what it was. Uh, so the specs are not as bad as I led you guys to believe in that episode. And I kind of hinted at that last episode. I made it very clear I'm not Linus Tech Tips. This isn't a fucking nerd channel. This is a Call of Duty podcast channel. Those aren't different, get it? And uh, so I tried to kind of make that clear. But still, the new consoles, at least the new Xbox, is going to be better than I led you to believe. Um, and so I would like to add to that that pretty much everything I said in that episode still stands. Like, it's still not worth getting a console for all of the same reasons I said. The, it still stands. The episode still is a, a perfectly serviceable episode. And so, the next point I want to make is if... So, when we talk about the PS5, it's still not even confirmed if it's going to be 120 hertz or not. But even in this case of the Xbox, it will, no, it will be no higher than 120 hertz. The fact that that's the case, irrespective of the specs of the console, means that it's not going to perform that great. Because we've been able to do far more than 120 hertz on PC for years now. So, even if, this, even if the technical specs are better than I thought they were initially, they're still going to be, like, capped way lower than the machine could do 
just so that they can make sure every game on the console is going to run for the next three years or whenever the next console launches. So uh, my point still stands, but I did want to make that abundantly clear. PC is still better than console. I found the tweet. Um, so it's based off the teraflops that the uh, GPU has. I'm not honestly entirely sure what that means. Something to do with the power output. But a 2080 Super is about 11 teraflops. The GPU in the new Xbox is 12 teraflops. And a 2080 Ti is 13 and a half. So it's basically equivalent to a current 2080. Granted, like they said in the tweet, new GPUs will be out by then. The 30 series GPUs will be out by the time the Xbox comes out. But still, it's going to be somewhere around a 2080 card. So, Which is still a lot we'll better than I led you guys to believe. So... It's important to point that out, but I still stand by my overall thesis, even if I didn't yeah. get all the details quite right. So, uh, next announcement Saturday, uh, I want to do a Q and a stream. I wrote in my notes here that we need more questions, but I wrote these notes at 3 PM today and we've gotten like three questions since then. So thank you. We might have enough material for a Q and a, but regardless, if you have a question, please put them in the discord. There's a Q and a section for you to do that. We answer every single Q and a eventually. So if you ask your question and we don't get to it on Saturday, this Saturday, we will eventually get to it. We're never going to leave questions behind. So, um, so if you have questions, feel free to ask them. We would love to answer all of them. And thank you to those of you who have already submitted some, we will probably be doing those this Saturday. Um, I did get a couple people saying that they wanted me to do or wanted us to do like a how to improve on PC episode, which I asked if anyone would be interested in that last episode. Uh, so a couple people said yes, but for a lot of you listeners are console players and I mean, that would be completely uninteresting to you. So I'm going to hold off on that at least for now. And I'm thinking if we end up doing a Patreon soon, we can have that as a bonus episode uh, or something like that. Because, like I said, a lot of you guys just aren't going to care about that if you don't play on PC or if you don't plan on it. So, either way, ask the questions in the Q&A. Uh, what's up, Tim? How's it going? What's up, Cameron? How's it going, dude? It's 32 threads. Come on, Spectrum. Yeah, speaking of Spectrum... My modem was supposed to be here Monday. It's still not. So I won't be able to game at minimum until the, the modem gets here. And even then it might not fix the issue, but I'm hoping it does. So uh, just a little update on that. But we will be gaming over at Tanner's stream tonight. And speaking of which, Tanner, go ahead and uh, go ahead and go over this next little announcement here. Okay, so my last stream was fucking lit, to say the least. Uh, we started off our buddy Ben, Big Vanilla 92 Some of you may know him. Uh, he's a mod in Razen on stream. He's a he's a big time gamer. We won the gunfight tournament. Us three, little three v three gunfight tournament win. Uh, that was fun. We started off with that. Uh, Damascus called me out and said he wanted a juggernaut. So what did I do? I got a fucking juggernaut and destroyed the other team. Uh, we played for a little while longer, ended up dropping first my first live nuke on stream, so that was super fun. Just totally random. 
Um, as I've said numerous times, Razanon was about four drinks in, so he was talking the entire fucking gameplay. I don't know how I even went positive based on how much he was talking, but hey, it worked, so maybe he should continue to do that. Yeah, it's possible. Um, so thanks for the feedback on all that. Thanks for all the viewers, the follows, the subs. Um, there are three founders badges, sub badges left. Get them while they're hot. They're going to sell for $8,000 one day. And uh, while we're on the topic of that, sub badges are in progress. I'm getting some made. They should be ready by Friday. So don't you fret, subscribers. You have a nice little treat coming your way in a form of a little sub-fucking badge. Uh, so yeah, that'll be ready by Saturday. Last announcement I have is, yes, I have a mustache. Some people call me Joe Exotic. Some call me Joe Dirt. The only way to see the mustache live is by coming to twitch.tv slash tannerdropshot. Okay, so Tanner's terrible joke aside, his stream was fantastic. It was fantastic. What he left out was that last stream he had, which was what, Saturday? Or no, it was Monday. It was Monday, right? It was right? Monday. It was, it was uh, Monday, yeah. yeah. So it was Monday night. It was his first stream as an affiliate. It was our first dual cam stream, which we're going to be doing henceforth. Every time one of us is going to be doing gameplay, if the other one's online, we'll be doing the dual cam, which has been fun. Uh, and yeah, I mean, it couldn't have gone better. We started out winning the gunfight tournament. Then Tanner drops a surprise nuke on the whole lobby on crash. He gets the juggernaut suit on command. Got some nice little subs. Some people secured the founder's badge. Fantastic. So if you're listening to this on a podcast app, that's great. But you're missing out on a lot of fun live content. And if Tanner's dropping nukes on stream, you know he's a demon on the keys. So go ahead and tweet at him, demon emoji on the keyboard emoji. We'll start there. And you can find his Twitter at Tanner Dropshot. And then make sure you follow him on Twitch at Tanner Dropshot. So you can see the next nuke live and not have to hear about it uh, while you're sitting in your fucking cubicle wishing you were somewhere else, such as playing Call of Duty. So... Keep all those things in mind. And we're going to be doing another dual cam stream right after this uh, at, over at Tanner's channel. So let me... A few, little, a few little things happen in chat here. Damascus gifted a tier one sub to Cameron Hill 27. Hi, Stay I'm Razzle. Oh, those are the wrong buttons. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, technical difficulties, but thank you, Cameron. And uh, excuse me. Thank you, Damascus. And welcome, Cameron. To this small but vibrant and extremely humble community. It's an honor and a privilege to have you here. Damascus has gifted 18 subs in this channel. Damascus, my gratitude for you is boundless. As boundless as your generosity. I appreciate you, man. Crichton, welcome back, dude. Tanner mustache looking fire. Yikes. Wrong. Uh, Jedi Knife, what's up, dude? How's it going? Nice to see you here. Crichton subbed at tier one. Let's fucking go. Crichton's got the new badge now, too. Fantastic. See, I have sub badges in my channel. Tanner doesn't. He has a purple star. So well, you'll see them on Saturday, we'll stupid see. bitch. Maybe. Know who will have one who's in chat is Glitta. Know who doesn't have one in your Damn. stream. Damn. Yeah, you. this is another point, by the way. Okay, and I need to make this very clear. <laughs> if you're subscribed to Tanner and not me... Tanner's been an affiliate for 36 hours, right? 
and I've been an affiliate for fucking years. If you think you're slick, dude, and you're subbing to Tanner before twitch.tv slash Razanon, the Dropshot LLC will be banning you. So keep that in mind. Just keep it in mind. So, anyways, moving on. That's a joke, by the way. I encourage you all to sub to Tanner. And I know a lot of you, like, listen, no one's employed. There's a global pandemic. You've got other shit to worry about. I don't expect you to sub to both of us. And Tanner, how many subs do you have? I have seven subs. Seven, okay. So I have ten times that amount, right? So if you can only afford, if you only feel comfortable subbing to one person in the Dropshot LLC, spread the love, give it to Tanner, and tell me to go fuck myself. So keep those things in mind in all seriousness. But uh, let me continue catching up on chat here. Call him Joe Biden. Oh, my goodness. No, Tanner's not that old yet. We're getting up there, though. Crichton hasn't seen that name in weeks. Okay, kid. Let's see. Torchic, what's up, dude? Welcome. Probably around, say, I don't know. Dude, we just get online and start clicking heads. And if someone wants to run, they say, hey, do you want to run? Dropshot LLC, I would be honored and privileged to. And then we say, yes, sir or madam, or gender non-identifying. And then we invite you to the party. You know how this works, Crichton. But uh, thank you for the sub, dude. I appreciate you, man. Uh, I think that's Shadow. What's up, dude? No, you're not really late. We actually haven't even started the episode, so just fucking rein it in. Glitta, welcome. Hello, hello. Dax, Keck W, what's up, Chris? Damn, chat's litty tonight, dude. And uh, Damascus rounding it up to 20. 20 gifted subs. Dude, thank you so much. I love you, man. I appreciate it. Over to Chris, who started his eighth Twitch account. So welcome back, Chris. And, uh, and Glitta, welcome, my friend. It's an honor and a privilege to have you here as well. Even though you subbed to Tanner first, and I'll never forget that. I'll never forget it, but that's fine. That's fine. So, uh, welcome. Thank you again, Damascus. Uh, I couldn't get banned. I have 10 times that amount. Humble streamer. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Everyone's starting to turn against Razanon. I know, dude. Yeah. I sense an overthrow coming. Here's what, yeah, dude, here's what happens. Tanner gets cute and drops a nuke on stream and all of a sudden there's a fucking mutiny and everyone hates Razanon now. That's how this is going. I'm Nuke not, forehead. I, okay. I've gotten two. I just, uh, I didn't happen to get them on stream because I drink too much. So keep that in mind. Uh, thank you so much. I couldn't get banned. Don't know what that means, Glitta. But um, we'll just scoot over there. All right, here's an idea. Drop a nuke on stream. Had to wait till 3 a.m. in the UK for this. Boy, I hope I bet you're pissed at me right now for just fucking dragging out these announcements. All right, well, just for you, Cameron, sir, we're going to get into this fucking episode. Starting with, as always, recent patches. So April 16th playlist update. I'm not sure... Um, 
how many of these playlists are still in here, but this was after the last episode, so I wanted to go over it. Uh, so trios are back in Warzone. I think that is still the case. I'm like 95% sure that's still the case. Yes, it is. And um, that's literally it, so cool. Next, this week on Warfare and Warzone, uh, new playlists and Operator. So let's see, what do we have here? So season three continues, blah, blah, blah. Cabin Fever playlist. That sounds super familiar. What was this, Tanner? It's like Shoot House, Shipment, uh, Hideout. And that's already gone now, right? No, it's still in. Is it still in? Okay. Yeah, that's the one for this week. So Cabin Fever is a sixes playlist. And it's on good maps only. So if you enjoy... Rust, shipment, shoot, shoot house, hideout, hackney. Okay, so I take it back. So most of the maps are good, plus rust. Yeah, uh, exactly. So, so hopefully you can dodge rust, but that would be pretty good if you enjoy sixes. The 3v3 gunfight tournament. Tanner, do you happen to know what the reward is for winning, for getting first... So No, not for doing well. For getting first place in the 3v3 gunfight tournament. You know how I know what the first place prizes i don't tanner please tell us won it. okay we fucking won the that's tournament. correct that's correct it is an aug blueprint called the gremlin it's the worst weapon blueprint in the game it's hideous it's horrible i'm never going to use it but we won and that's all that matters the aug is definitely not great especially for an smg uh smgs are typically good except the aug is like really slow as far as smgs go I feel like it would fill the same niche or a similar one to the striker in that it has more range because you can put that 5.56 five, in it. But nonetheless, it's not great. But the blueprint does look cool. It's got some rappy boys on it. Uh, so if you're into that, uh, God is great. Read a book. Uh, then you would like that. So And then Cranked, which is super fucking fun. Cranked is basically TDM, except when you get a kill, you move as quickly as you should always move. It's like you get Black Ops 4 movement speed, basically. Faster reload, faster strafe speed, all that. Uh, let's see. And then Warzone, solos, trios, quads are still here. No duos. Still no duos, which is a yikes. And then plunder duos will be replaced with plunder trios. So I guess there's plunder trios now. So uh, let's see. And then this Ronin operator dude is now in the store, which is cool. As I told you guys, um, I've been, I had been watching this dude on, uh, what's his dude? I'm going to fuck up his name and you guys are going to call me racist. Fuck. I know his name roughly. It's like Toon Lao or some shit. Oh God. Okay. Don't clip this. I'll fuck. This canceled, please. This is, yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to abort that mission, but Ronan is some real ass dude. He was like an ex green beret and they made him an operator. And it's funny because I had happened to have been watching his videos. Now, have I ever seen a real gun in real life? Absolutely fucking not. I'd love to, but I haven't, but I still like to watch videos of shit like that. Uh, so anyway, that's how I sell him. So he's in the thing now. He's cool. I guess, uh, let's see. New operator, so there's a bundle for him in the store, blah, blah, blah. A green legend K. So I think the gunfight tournament is still in the game, by the way. So if you wanted that weapon blueprint, uh, it'll never be available again. So you'll have to win it to get it. So 
And that's pretty much it for this one. And then another playlist update. It's so weird that they do playlist updates this often, by the way. Like, don't you think that's weird? Too often. Give us one once a week and make it a good playlist update, you know? Yeah, well, doesn't matter. 10v10 Dom isn't in the game anymore, so I don't care. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. So uh, let's catch up on chat here. I called Tanner getting the new calling card first. Okay. Thank you, Jedi. As a fellow top-tier shit talker, I got your back. See, Jedi gets it, dude. That's why Jedi gave me the fan art, not Tanner. We played trios last night. This is true, Glitta, actually, yes. I wasn't Wait, sure you played if they... Hold on. You played trios last night with Glitta? Yeah. Where the fuck was my invite? You didn't get one, obviously. Yeah. Because we had three. Crazy. You stupid bitch. Yes? Remember you said you were tired and you weren't going to play? Damn. I said I was tired and I wasn't going to write the notes. That's crazy. Okay. So remember everyone who you should sub to, twitch.tv slash Tanner Dropshot, not Razanon. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. And uh, what else did I miss here? Government about to run me my money. Damn. Dude, Crichton with the gifted sub to Shadow. Let's fucking go. Shadow, welcome back, dude. It's an honor and a privilege to have you here. How many of these streams have they done? I'm not sure what you're referring to big dog if you're talking about the podcast uh 21 and a half because we're in the middle of 22 but i've streamed many 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 times uh so anyways another uh patch notes here so these are actual patch notes this isn't a playlist update which is kind of the meat and potatoes of this episode but it's really small mm, fix the bug where players will be able to use game battles to make custom weapon blueprints that they can use Oh, that's weird. I've never even used this game battle thing. I haven't seen anything about it. But apparently you could exploit it to... um, What's it called? Make custom weapon blueprints. So that's weird. I don't know what that fucking means. So... Yeah, so these are bug fixes that I've never even seen. So we're just gonna... We're just gonna brush right over that one. So, as I said, this episode mostly is going to be news, rumors, and upcoming changes. You skipped something on that playlist update. Uh, what did I skip? Removing Anaya Palace from Ground War. Oh, I skipped this entirely. Okay, my fault. Alright, so this was yesterday. Playlist update. Um, added Cranked replaces Drop Zone. Thank God. Right? Thank God. So that's good to know. Uh, cabin Fever, Fever, Cabin Fever, Cabin Fever 24-7, which is Shipment, Rust, Shoot House, Hackney Yard, and Hideout. Okay, cool. Why wasn't this in the last article? Dumb. Removing the Stir Crazy playlist, which was the 10s playlist that was kind of fun, which we went over last week. Removing Realism Ground War, that's good. And removing Anaya Palace from Ground War. So Tanner, you weren't super happy about this. I was absolutely furious. I calmed down a little bit, though. I relaxed. Okay. I read some stuff on Twitter. Apparently, I don't know why Infinity War doesn't just say this. Again, fuck their social media manager. You're a dumbass. Apparently, 
Anaya was more than likely removed because I guess people were glitching on top of the palace at sea. Somehow, I actually saw a video of it. You, like, ride an ATV up to this one point. They jumped out. They jumped on the APC. It shot them to the top of the building. They were on the roof. So, again, they don't say that. Just say removing Anaya Palace for bug fixes. But, no, they just say removing it from ground war. So, I don't know what that really means. I hope it's not gone because it's the only good ground war map. I pray for it every time we load into a lobby. I want nothing but a Naya. If there was a Naya Palace 24-7 ground war, that's all I would play. Yeah, There's wow. no vehicles to get raped by. I go on a 29 kill every time and then die one off the nuke. Razon have, and I have got at least 15 plus 25s each on that map and have never gotten a nuke somehow. We always fuck it up. But anyways, it's the best ground war map by far. I so hopefully it'll be back next week and they're just fixing a few bugs. But I was absolutely furious on Twitter so and I let Infinity Ward know. Yeah, I I got a tw I got a notification storm from uh, Tanner uh, about all his tweets. He's like, "What the fuck?" Like eight question marks in a tweet. That's how you know he was pissed. Torchic, I do agree with you though. I resent that Tanner does not like farmland as much as Anaya. Farmlands okay, farmlands decent, but again, it would be it would go from a seven to a ten if there weren't tanks in it. I also like yeah, uh Boneyard a lot. Boneyard's a good map. Quarry's uh, decent enough. I don't like it. I hate Quarry. mine go Anaya, Boneyard, and then a close third is farmland. So You like Boneyard more than Farmland? I do. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. Don't you okay. worry. Okay. <sighs> So anyway, uh, okay, so that was it for the playlist updates. Yeah, hopefully Anaya's back soon. What kind of company takes a map out of rotation and just doesn't tell you why? That's what I want to know. Infinity Ward. Infinity Ward, yeah, it's kind of all the explanation you need, right? So Yeah, exactly. Though. Exactly what Krim said. Quarry was a good starter map to get us used to the mode. It's not a good map playing it now. It was fun at the beginning, but... There's better mm, maps now. Yeah, there's definitely better maps. I think most people like it who played Ground War from the very beginning since it was the first map. So they're most familiar with that one. But Tanner and I didn't start playing Ground War at all until there were like three maps in the game. So uh, let's see. Uh, okay. So this next one, Tanner, I'm going to let you take this uh, this next one right here because I don't know what. I don't know what a Fortnite-like thing would, would constitute, so it's all yours, Chief. Okay. Um, Infinity Ward. Uh, let me get down to the good part. Okay, there are currently plans in the world to have some Fortnite-like events in Warzone. Uh, they made a comparison to Fortnite's Black Hole event. Which was that? very strange, by the way. It left the game in a black screen for a few days. Infinity Ward said they're working on something, working on similar kind of events for Warzone, but it'll fit in the overall world of modern warfare and shine through Warzone. So the Black Hole was the weirdest gaming event I've ever seen. Fortnite did this thing between the two seasons. I didn't play the game at the time, so I just saw a video. Something happened. A Black Hole sucked the whole Fortnite world into it. And you literally could not play the game for two or three days. Every time you load it up, it would be like this black hole when you try to join a lobby or something like that. That um, sounds terrible. 
Very strange, but it was their way of building hype, and boy, did it. I mean, there were like 24-hour streams on Twitch just watching the black hole waiting for it to happen. Yeah. So they know what they're doing, and basically what they use that as during that black hole event, they uploaded the new map and all the changes, and the black hole went away, whatever. Hey, I'm not a fucking scientist. I don't know what happened. (laughs) But the black hole went away, gone. And, um, and yeah, then the new season started. So it was hype. People enjoyed it. I don't know how the 12 year olds went three days without playing Fortnite, but they all started vaping and getting addicted to drugs probably. Wow. Okay. That's the, that's the pipeline too. So, okay. Interesting. What the fuck would that look like in modern warfare though? You know how mad I would be if they called me not being able to play the game an event? Like, oh, here's a fun event for you. You can't play. I would say, hey, Infinity Ward, I don't want to go through your launch process again. See what I did there? I thought that was funny, but you guys just gave me. So I'll keep that in mind. It's all right. Okay, well, suck my cock. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. (sighs) So here's my take on this. Whatever a Fortnite-like event would be, if they were capable of doing it, I would think that's kind of cool. But Infinity Ward is guaranteed to fuck it up because it has a modicum of ambition attached to it. So I do not want them to try anything of this kind. Unfortunately, they have plans to do something like this. So I think what's likely to happen is they have one of these dumb fucking events, it doesn't work, it's buggy as shit, and then they scramble to fix it, and it takes them three weeks, and then everyone, all of the hype of the dumb fucking event that they wanted to do is eclipsed by how buggy and glitchy and shitty their implementation of that event was. Uh, I could be surprised, because to be fair, they did launch Warzone with very, very, very few bugs, which was shocking to me. So if this is in the Warzone category, clearly their Q&A team is better than the multiplayer Q&A team. So maybe it would go smoothly, just like the launch did, but I have my uh, reservations, as it were. So still it would be interesting, I guess. But this is another thing too, it's like, Dude, I don't care. I don't want an event, man. Just give me more content. Yeah? How about we just do more content? I don't need a fucking black hole. I'm not watching Carl Sagan's Cosmos. I don't want, like, a history lesson. I don't want Jungle Flooded as a map or anything of the kind in the Warzone category. How about you give me new guns? How about you give me a new map? How about you do something that will contribute to my enjoyment of the game that would constitute content rather than some dumb aesthetic light show that is going to get me all excited for two seconds because I'm a 13-year-old. I just, I don't know. I think it's a misallocation of resources, at least as far as I'm concerned. So they add in a um why don't they add in a bolt action rifle that everybody has been asking for for the last six months because there's been no sniper rifles added at all 
during the game's life cycle besides the SKS, which is a marksman rifle. So and it's not bolt action, so let's keep and that in mind. It's not bolt action, so yeah, so kind of give the yourself. trick shotters what they want. I kind of disagree with that though, because how? What else do you need besides an AX50 and an HDR? Like what kind of what kind of bolt action sniper could be different than those two? Well, not necessarily bolt action. I don't know why I said that. People want the Barrett 50 cal back. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't want it, but I'm just saying. I keep seeing people say that. Give us another sniper rifle. Another sniper would be cool, but you can't make a Barrett. That thing was way too OP. Yeah, or like Damascus says, we need more Spec Ops missions. There's not enough of them. That's a good one. If there are new Spec Ops missions, I'm skipping that ep that week's episode. How about that? So keep that yeah. in mind. Resi, give us more maps and locations for Warzone. Yeah, I agree with that. I would far prefer they spend time doing that than they spend time making some dumb fucking event. So, for sure. The new shoddy is a sniper, I'm sure. The new shoddy has a range of a quarter of the origins. Yikes. So, uh, next article is kind of amusing to me, but it has some interesting implications. So, Infinity Ward provides updates on cheaters in Warzone. So, they did something cheeky. Uh, let's see. So they tweeted an image, and this is the image. Starting this week, players in Warzone and MDub who report suspected cheaters will receive confirmation in-game when a player is banned. That's cool. I don't think there's any problem with that. Uh, I actually quite like that system. Uh, it's kind of a waste of their time unless they can automate this. Uh, actually, they're definitely automating it, so I guess that's cool. Um, but largely unimportant. But the additional measures are what's funny here. Deployed additional dedicated security updates. What does that mean? Does a security update mean like an anti-cheat update? Maybe. If there's any sort of anti-cheat in the game. There clearly isn't any anti-cheat in the game. You know? Because if there was, then... Uh, there wouldn't have been 70,000 bans. Which is this post-hoc band-aid to what is clearly like an... An endemic problem in the fucking game. Triple-A title, by the way. Uh, and then we also have updated matchmaking... Crown Royal. Updated matchmaking to match suspected cheaters together. Irish wristwatch. Try saying that one. You guys can't. Uh, so, okay, so Tander, what is your take on this? Updated matchmaking to match suspected cheaters together. Oh, boy. Um, I don't know, dude. It's, it's funny to start with. Here's the thing. If they're suspected cheaters... Just fucking ban them. Sure. Hey. Okay. Just ban them. Okay. Why are you putting them in a lobby? Okay. Put fucking ban them so they won't play for five minutes while they make another account. Right. I don't know. It's weird. It's pretty funny, to be honest. I've never seen any company publicly say that. Well, you brought up the exact reason why you've never seen another company do it. Okay. First of all. What does suspected cheater mean? Someone who got reported? How many times do you have to get reported to be to be uh, a suspected cheater? 
So what if you're a fucking demon on the keys like twitch.tv slash Razanon live every Wednesdays Tanner and Saturdays. Drop shot, twitch.tv slash Tanner drop shot. Cunt. You interrupted me. No, it's fine. Um, but yeah, like what if you get reported a lot because you're just fucking snapping on kids? Does that make you a suspected cheater because you've been reported a lot and kids are mad? Probably, and what if people yeah. what if people learn that this is what suspected cheater means? Then they see some incredibly famous streamer like twitch.tv slash Razanon and they just mass report him to troll. And then every game I play now is with people who are actually cheating. That's terrible. Here's a thought. Just like you said, ban them. Or better yet, implement an anti-cheat system. This is so fucking dumb. If you're suspected of cheating, look into it. And then ban them or not, which is what they're doing. But this is a disaster because I don't know what suspected cheater means. And if all it means is that you've been reported a lot, and, and what else could it mean? What else could suspected cheater mean other than you've been reported a lot? Because if they know that you're cheating, they wouldn't let you play for a while longer <laughs> and have aimbot only lobbies. They would ban you. So if you're a suspected cheater, what else could that mean other than you've been reported a lot? So now you're going to make all of your most dedicated player base because the most dedicated people play the most amount of hours, which means they're likely the best, which means they're the most likely to get reported a lot, even if they're not cheating. So now you're just fucking them in the ass because now they're just going to be in lobbies with other really good players so it's even more skill-based matchmaking of a sort and actual cheaters this is so outrageously stupid and it's like if you if you deployed just a modicum of critical thinking for longer than 30 seconds you could figure out how dumb this is so my one and only question on this issue is what the fuck does suspected cheater mean how do you become a suspected cheater and I can't think of an answer other than you've been reported a lot, which does not constitute probable cause to throw you in a lobby with other suspected cheaters. That's fucking crazy. So the last little additional measure here is increase resources across backend tech studio and enforcement teams. So again, what this means is they've they've. They've taken more code monkeys, given them ban hammers, and told them to go look at ban reports. Which again is this post hoc band-aid solution when they really what they need to be doing is investing in some software to actually use some algorithms to detect cheaters and ban them automatically. Which games have been doing for 15 years. So this is a diff this is a fucking disaster of biblical proportions as far as I'm concerned. So, uh, and then coming soon, report a player functionality to kill cam and spectate modes. That's kind of, that makes sense in, in Warzone. So I approve of that as well. So the first and last thing launch, they, but they yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. The game's been out for six months, but keep that in mind. Let me catch up on chat here. Do you know about the glitch behind Storage Town? Fucking annoying. I do not actually. Do you, Tanner? No, I don't. Yeah, Tanner, Tanner, and I don't play much Warzone. Um, we don't play Warzone because there's no duos. So, pretty yeah. It's, I I still can't believe it's outrageous that there isn't. But yeah, 
I played against a blatant cheater in Warzone. Everyone was watching him wall hack. Yeah. Dude, it's just this... This playlist is... Or this game is fucking infested with them. Because there's no actual software. Banning pe Relying on people reporting others to ban cheaters is such a shit system in a free-to-play game where people can just make accounts like infinitely. It's so dumb. It's never going to be fixed unless they implement software, period. IP ban their asses. Yeah, we talked about that a while ago. IP ban is pretty easy to get around, especially in 2020. Um, and I feel like if you're tech savvy enough to aimbot, you're probably also tech savvy enough to like use a VPN or something. So I was uh, I was recommending MAC address IP or MAC address bans, but even that I don't know if that's spoofable, and I don't know how difficult that would be to implement. But uh, I again I mean this is still kind of like a it's not as good of a solution as just having anti cheat software, which is pretty simple. Um, I they did it in Black Ops Four, they really did. There were still, there's always going to be cheaters. People are always going to slip through the cracks. But uh, it can be done with software that just auto bans people. The, what you want to do is if someone, if you have software that suspects someone is cheating, you ban the person and then you have a human being review that player's logs or uh, whatever, gameplay, spectate, or whatever, have a human being look at it. And if the human being determines that the machine, the algorithm, ban this person in error, you unban them, you put a flag on their account that says, this guy probably isn't cheating, so the next time the algorithm flags him, don't auto-ban. And then your problem is essentially solved. Because the vast majority of the time, if you implement... Uh, serviceable anti-cheat software uh, programs, algorithms, they're going to be correct 99 plus percent of the time. And my evidence for this is that it's been done for 15 years now. So it's fucking crazy. First Corona, then hackers. Wonder what China will give us next. Dude, that was fire. That was fire, Rezzy. Fantastic comment. Now, look, I'm not xenophobic, but do most of the hackers have names in kanji that I don't understand? I think that's Japanese, so racist. Uh, yes, they do. So, you know. Not in this game, but in, I know H1Z1 was single-handedly ruined. Also ruin. this game by Chinese hackers. Like literally, it was like 95% of the hackers were Chinese. It's not racist, that's how it was. It was really weird. The dev team even knew that. All Chinese were hackers in that game. Super weird. I don't know about all, but yeah. Well, China also has like four times our population, but still. <laughs> yeah, they sure as fuck do. Still, it's just something to keep in mind, so. Anyways, so if you thought this was good news and you thought, oh, ha ha, cheaters are gonna play against each other, no. Use your brain. What does suspected cheater mean? I've gone over it. I won't reiterate. So, uh, next, next we're getting into the speculations. So, black helicopters. Get your tinfoil hats on, boys and girls. Uh, and we've got a rumor. 
one of many today. COD 2020 connected to the Black Ops universe. So these rumor leaks we're going to be going over right now are in chronological order of when the rumors were um, proposed to the public. So this is the oldest rumor on this issue. A new rumor from the gaming revolution of infamy or notoriety or fame, depending on your uh, opinion of the man, claims that the 2020 COD game will not actually be a Black Ops game anymore, even if many rumors have suggested as much over the last year. So he made a video and then he said it would be a Cold War era, possibly touch on the Vietnam War. I'm open to this, but I know that a lot of people... So here's what's interesting for me. When I was a young warthog, I was very all about the... Um, what's it called? The modern warfare games. And I thought it was dumb to have to use like old-ass guns. But as I've gotten older and I've learned about those old wars and shit and how fucking dirty things were, like trench world warfare and World War One. Just how, how fucking savage and barbaric human existence was back in the day. I've gotten a lot more interested in like older wars because the lack of technology made warfare really brutal. So I actually gravitate more toward those old games now than I used to. Uh, but I'm also 28 years old and I've also, I've also read a book, right? So... I feel like a lot of people actually aren't that interested in the uh, the older era games because they feel like, dude, I've used an AK-47 in like every game I've played. I don't want to keep using one. And um, so they're like not happy about it. So Tanner, how do you feel about the, the Cold War era uh, video games, guns, operators, aesthetic, and or the Vietnam War era of those things? Oh, to be honest, um, at first, World War II was way overplayed in video games and people wanted modern warfare back. To me, modern era games don't really get old. I think because of the technology and the scope, suppressors, things like that. But like Battlefield did with their last game that's based on World War II. It's fucking dumb, dude. Like it was a shit game. You have all these weird scopes and stuff. It's like, OK, you're putting these scopes in the game that, hey. They were probably used in World War II. Hardly ever, though. You know, it's like it's scope. It's not like you're putting a fucking red dot on your scope in World War II. But they put scopes that were relevant to the time. But it just looks dumb because that's not what like standard infantry people have. They didn't have scopes. So to me, it's hard to release games in 2020 without a bunch of attachments and things like that. Everybody's too ADD. The kids are absolute idiots. They can't play a game like that. I mean, even me, it would get boring. Um, but I don't know. So do you get it said? Do you dislike it because of? So it sounds like you're saying you dislike it because it's not realistic because the attachments you have access to were so uncommon that it's outrageous to think everyone on the on a battlefield has it. Is that? Yeah, hey, I'm not going to put a fucking scope on a Tommy gun, you stupid pieces of shit. So I hope they don't do that. I mean, like it says, the game will be tied to the Black, Op Black Ops universe in some ways. 
but apparently it won't be titled Black Ops. So if it's tied to the universe, it'll have weird stuff in it. It won't be completely relevant yeah, to Vietnam. Yeah, true. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Hey, as long as there's decent calling cards in the game, as long as the movement speed isn't slow as shit, it'll be whatever. If you bring back Gung Ho, I'll, I will jerk off operators. How about that? And, and that's saying a lot. Because if you've been watching this stream for any length of time, you know how much I hate operators. And that's a, that's a subject for another episode, trust me, because this would be an 8 hour and 37 minute podcast if I went into operators, which I won't. But uh, that's how much I hate not having any movement speed whatsoever in this shit game. Or sprint out time, which is way more important actually. Uh, so, okay, once again, this is a rumor, but TGR has been pretty, pretty spot the fuck on. He has a, he has an almost unblemished track record. Not totally, but he's been very right very often with a very high degree of precision. So, it is something to keep in mind and take seriously, especially if it's coming from him. So... But there were more rumors on this subject. Uh, it is also rumored that it will be coming out in this fall, but it is not a Black Ops reboot. So, Jason Schreier, who is a blue check mark. I like how this article just doesn't explain who the fuck this guy is. Let's let's peep his Twitter bio. Co-host of a podcast, author of a book. Okay, so I don't know who this is. Um, interesting. Yeah, do you know who this guy is? Looking it up. Yeah, look into He's that. He's a journalist and author who primarily covers the video game industry. Okay. So he pro Okay, so if that's the case and he has a blue check mark, that means he probably has access to insider sources. Well, and he works for Bloomberg News, so Okay. Interesting. So that's so he's got a slant, but uh I don't think he's going to do a disinformation campaign about video games. So if we were talking about something like black helicopters, then I wouldn't take him seriously. But in this case, I think we could largely trust him or at least what he thinks. I think what he thinks he, I think what he's saying here is what reflects what he actually thinks. So, uh, one of those things is he, he was asked, do you think no, if it's still going to be part of the black ops series referring to COD 2020, and he said, I'm not a COD person, so I don't know anything about all the lore shenanigans or what it really means to be a Black Ops game. But one title I've heard thrown around a couple times is just Call of Duty Vietnam. As far as I know, it's part of the Black Ops series, though. Question mark. Not sure. Okay. And then someone else asked him, would you happen to know any information about this year's COD title, 2020? It's leaked to be a Black Ops reboot, but I'm curious as to what you've heard. And he said, I don't think it's a reboot. And someone else asked him, what do you think the NOM title? And he said, yeah, Cold War slash Vietnam, I believe. So this is largely the same thing. He's just more confirming what TGR was saying, that this is likely going to be a Cold War slash Vietnam era um, game. I wouldn't be terribly surprised. 
So like Call of Duty World War II, which came out the year before Black Ops 4, so 2017. It wasn't a part of any of the like, it wasn't a part of the Black Ops storyline or the Modern Warfare storyline. It was just kind of its own standalone story in its own little time frame. I wouldn't be surprised if COD 2020 was the same thing within the Cold War slash Vietnam time frame. The campaign will probably be the story of some dude in Nam who is a part of like Dev Grew in the shits, fucking, you know, uh, napalm carpet bombing uh, villagers of the Viet Cong and their families. And uh, the campaign doesn't refer to anyone else that's in any of the, you know, none of these pop figures are going to make an appearance or anything like that. I wouldn't be surprised by that at all. Which is kind of a bummer to some people because they're really balls deep in the franchise and the lore that is like, that exists between games, not just within one game like World War II. But me personally, don't give a fuck. Is the multiplayer good? Do I have gung-ho? Can I move my character? Then I'm going to be happy. So we will see how the gameplay goes. But this is what it's looking like as far as uh, the aesthetic and the story is concerned. So let's catch up on chat here. I'll be right back. Okay. I use a controller on PC and I don't even want to play against other players. PC players, because there's so many hackers on Warzone. Yeah. And all the hackers are on PC, too, because it's way easier to hack on PC. I don't even know if it's possible to hack on a console. When a hacker rage quits because he was killed by a hacker. I know, for real. If there's two people aimbotting and wall hacking, there's still going to be skill there, for sure. Like how you position yourself and stuff, you know? We may be getting a teaser in the next two months, says Blood. Nice. Nice. That would be dope. That would be dope. I would be very curious to see that. We'll find something out at E3. That would be good. Jungle Ops missions. Yeah. Those are always fun, Damascus. The Vietnam campaign missions are super fun. Because that shit's real, dude. They declassified DevGrew. And, like, the stories of the shit those dudes did... Jesus fucking Christ. Just insane, man. If you guys like podcasts, which you might since you're listening to this one, go ahead and look up the Jocko podcast. He's had a couple DevGrew guys on there. Or SogMacV6, I think. SogMacV? I don't know. Sog something. Uh, I think the SogMac is actually what I've been meaning to say every time I've said DevGrew. I'm 99% sure. I was never in the military, so I don't know any of these acronyms other than having heard them on podcasts or read about them. So forgive my ignorance. Uh, but it is SOG Mac something. And uh, Jocko Podcast, this dude is... It's a good podcast. You should subscribe to it. He's an ex-Navy SEAL commander, and he uh, has a bunch of vets on his podcast a lot. And he's had some of these dudes that were in Nam in special forces regiments who did the craziest shit. 
like actual Black Ops 1 campaign mission like shit in real life. Like, and it got declassified after like 30, 35 years. So now they can come on the podcast and talk about it because Vietnam was so long ago. Uh, and those stories are incredibly interesting and fascinating to listen to. Uh, if you guys want to know what episode specifically I'm thinking of, tell me in the Discord so that I don't forget, and then I will find the exact episode and uh, give it to you guys. Because whatever episode in particular I'm thinking of was fucking fascinating. This dude, dude, he's talking about how he had to practice hip-firing his AK because every time he did an extraction or some mission, he would never have time to aim down sights. So he literally practiced hip-firing his Kalishnikov. This is a real-ass... This is a real-life guy, by the way. Like, he practiced hip-firing, which is something people don't do because it's terrible. But he just had to because he didn't have time. And this is a Special Forces fucking salty boy. Salty boy. As in seasoned. And he, he was talking about this shit. So the podcast is amazing. So someone remind me and I'll post it in the Discord or something. Or on Twitter or whatever. Uh, it's really interesting to listen to. But anyways. That sounds super interesting. I've never heard of that actually. Dude, That's crazy. Yeah, dude. dude. It is such a good podcast, bro. He tells all of his like, not all of them, but it's like a three hour podcast where he's just going through missions he had. Of just the fucking in, just the fucking insanity he went through and like he had to like slit this dog's throat dude it's wild wild and he has all the documents to prove it like alex jones like this is a real ass dude it's just it wasn't ever talked about until it was declassified because it was top secret during the vietnam war because they were crossing into laos and cambodia which was against like the Geneva Convention or war laws. I don't fucking know. I'm not a lawyer. But anyways, all of that to say, yes, uh, a game in that setting is super interesting to me. And this harkens back to an earlier point. The reason I think that's interesting is because I've learned about shit like this. So when you're playing a Black Ops 1 campaign mission and you think it's fantastical and unrealistic. Dude, listen to this guy's podcast. It's not that realistic. Unrealistic. It's pretty realistic because these guys did some fucking wild shit. It was the Wild West out there or the Wild Southeast Asian. So uh, let's see. We got another little leaker, Leakerino. Uh, new leaks and rumors this week suggests the 2020 COD game is still on track to launch this fall. And the game is reportedly set in COD in the Cold War slash Vietnam War era. So this is just kind of more confirmation to the same uh, effect that I was going over earlier. So it seems more and more likely that it's going to be Cold War slash NOM, which is fantastic. So keep those things in mind. We interrupt this regularly scheduled programming to bring you... Claptimus Prime, welcome. I've never seen your name here, and you just come in hot like a Apache helicopter in Vietnam with the five gifted subs. Hell fucking yeah, dude. Claptimus, I am very grateful, sir. It's an honor and a privilege to have you here. 
And uh, wow, that is unexpected. How did you find this podcast, my friend? And thank you very much for the five gifted subs. J Poppy, Tim, Sin Siffy, Sin Siffy, Regin Leaf, shout out Eric Palm. What's up, brother? And Mystifier, welcome to this small but vibrant and extremely humble community. Brand new, love the stream. Fuck yeah, dude. You love to hear it. Well, I appreciate uh, I appreciate the gifted subs, man. That's a that's a hell of a lot of support to show as a brand new person. So I appreciate you, dude. Fuck yeah. Thank you so much, man. I'm humbled. I appreciate it. And I am very glad that you're enjoying the stream and the podcast. And we are available on all of your favorite podcast apps, by the way. So thank you, Claptimus Prime 3. Big shout out, big ups to you, sir. And uh, let's continue getting balls deep in these leaks. Spotify searching. Came across it. Came across it. Thoroughly entertaining at work. Fantastic, dude. Go ahead, Tanner. I said, hell yeah, my mic cut out at the beginning. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome, dude. I'm glad you found us. I'm glad you found us. Yeah. Uh, thank you, dude. I appreciate it, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, so you're working. So you're an essential worker. And I'm glad I could entertain you during your essential working uh, time. I'm also an essential worker, but I get to work at home. Because I work uh, online, mostly. So... Anyway, thank you, brother. I appreciate you. I hope you've been enjoying it, and I hope you continue to. And to that end, we will go over this next little rumor. Like I said, get ready to put your tinfoil hats on. Black helicopters. Uh, we've got a lot of rumors, and this is yet another one. MW2 Remastered Multiplayer not releasing because the devs think the community won't like it. So this is another leak courtesy of the Gaming Revolution. And uh, he claims that the multiplayer of MW2 Remastered is has been ready for a while, but the company does not want to release it, and they only put out the campaign. And they said Activision has no plans to release multiplayer. They didn't want to release another standalone multiplayer experience that would split the community up. Uh, and then the Gaming Revolution had a video on this. I watched it. Here is one important quote. Uh, a reason as to why it hasn't released yet is because the game is apparently very different to the original MW2. And they've changed a lot of things. And they, think th and they don't think the community will like it. What are your thoughts so far, Tanner? I don't know. I mean, if it's actually completed... I mean, I understand not splitting the community up, but if it's completed, you could just release it. Again, I've said it before, remastered games, they don't do anything for me. They're fun for a week. Other than that, it doesn't hold any value. There's not as much content as games have now, so that's how I feel about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. People obviously liked Modern Warfare 2 in its original iteration. So, and then people have been clamoring for a, a remaster. So why would they change a bunch of shit and then claim people won't like the changes they made? 
Hey, why don't you just not change anything and release it if that's your fear? I don't understand it. You know? Like, can you explain Thanks. this? <laughs> I sure as fuck can. Yeah, okay, yeah, me neither. Welcome to Infinity Ward logic. Now, to argue on Infinity Ward's behalf, I think they probably changed a lot because, and Tanner and I, Tanner and I have talked about this, They've probably changed a lot because Modern Warfare 2, one of the reasons it was so fun is because it was so poorly balanced and there were like five guns that were just broken as fuck and everything else was not even close to those five things. So they probably like balanced those things and then figured the game wouldn't be fun if it was actually balanced. And they might actually have a point there. I'm not really sure. But it seems weird to me that they would spend all of this time remastering multiplayer only to not release it. It's like, why don't they just put it out anyway? You know? I don't get it. It makes zero sense to me. If it's completed, but again, again, they don't want to split the player base because, hey, they know they already did that big time with Warzone and multiplayer, so... Yeah, I feel you. Claftonist Prime says, hell yeah. After the computer versus console debate, I'm convinced I'm switching. Let's fucking go. We've converted someone, dude. That's a, that is that is the best thing I've seen all fucking day. Claftonist Prime. Downloaded Twitch just to support the chat. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. Indeed, dude. That is so fantastic. Let's give a round of applause, Tanner. Give me a round of applause. I can't hear it. Put it in front of your mic. It doesn't. Yeah, can it doesn't barely hear well. it. So clap I don't better. have an XLR seven hundred dollar yeah. mic. So okay. Maybe well, the Dropshot LLC should fund me one. Well, we, uh, the Dropshot LLC will look into it. But uh, that is awesome, dude. Fantastic. You will be happy you did, uh, and I'm glad you listened to that episode. Um, yeah, you'll be happy you did, dude. You'll be real fucking happy you did. Um, and Tanner and I were saying at the beginning of this pod that we are thinking of doing a how to improve on PC uh, episode. We're not sure when we will do that, but I think eventually we will in some form. So uh, keep your eyes peeled for that. Uh, and then we could help you on that journey. So, but that's awesome, dude. You'll be glad you did for sure. You have so much more freedom. You have a computer anyway because it's 2020. Might as well make it gaming capable. And then you can still continue doing computer things on that computer on a really capable machine. But I won't reiterate all the points I've made previously. So I got the pod blasting through the headset on these lobbies. Fantastic knife. Fantastic, dude. Remasters have a very short lifeline. Yeah, I mean, look, I wouldn't remaster a game, period, because you're right. It, no matter how well done a remaster is, it's not going to be that fun, and the life cycle is going to be short. Because, again, we've gone over this, too. It's like, I get happy thinking about MW2 because of where I was in life, not because of the game itself. It had very little to do with the game itself. But, um... So, or, excuse me, so, when you do remaster it, it's like... I don't know. It's not going to stick around that long. But if you're going to spend all this time remastering it, just fucking give it to us, you know? That's how I feel anyway. 
Crichton gave a sub to Claftimus Prime. Let's fucking go! Fantastic. Claftimus, welcome to this small but vibrant and extremely humble community. Crichton, thank you ever so much for the gifted sub. I appreciate you, of course, young man, with me since the Black Ops 4 days. Or old man, I should say. Uh, let me just point out as well, this man came in here and gifted five subs and didn't even subscribe himself. Humble person, indeed. Super humble. Super humble. He's just paying it forward, dude. He's paying it forward. Fuck you, I'll keep that in mind, Crichton. So, uh, so anyway, I don't know. We may or may not see a Modern Warfare 2 multiplayer remastered. I don't really care. I would play it sparingly and would get bored of it super quickly, as Cameron said. Because the reality is, we want new shit. Uh, so, you know, it's it's kind of... I'm apathetic, largely, about it. So, uh, With that said, the gaming revolution does think... He's convinced, in fact, that MW2 multiplayer will be coming out eventually. I tend to agree with him because if they've already developed the game and it's done, then even if they sell it and it totally fucking flops, they're still going to make all the money that they will get from people buying the multiplayer remastered. So why wouldn't they? Which is why I think it will come out. How much promotional resources they're going to put, uh, they're going to put behind it is an open question. Um, how popular it's going to be is an open question, although it's not going to be very popular, as Cameron said. Uh, but I would be shocked if they didn't eventually release it. What do you think, Tanner? Incredibly shocked if they never released it. Yeah. So when do you when do you think they would release it? Later this year, or either later this year, which, well, that wouldn't make much sense. I'm going to say next March, next February or March. Really? When the new game has been out for four or five months, people are going, hey, because this is how the Call of Duty community waits. You know how excited they were for Modern Warfare and then how much they hated it a month later? This is a cycle. Everyone is now saying when Black Ops 4 was out, they said Black Ops 4 is the worst Call of Duty ever made. Now that Modern Warfare is out, people are like, oh my god, this game is even worse than Black Ops. I'm going to go play Black Ops. So what are they going to do when COD 2020 comes out? They're going to say, oh my god, Modern Warfare is so much better. This game sucks. Fuck you, Call of Duty community. We're all idiots. I'm not one of those people. I think this game is fine. But anyways, that's what happens every year. So I feel like after about four or five months the game is out, you know, it'll start trending downwards and they'll drop MW2. I think that's a fair, uh, I think that's a fair guess. I think it would be awkward to release it soon because why would you release the campaign and then wait two months and then release the multiplayer for it? That seems dumb. So I think you're kind of right. Like if they're going to release it, it's going to be soon, but it's not going to be too soon. And I think the uh, the straddling position of those two uh, timelines is about next year, like 12 months from now. So I agree with you. Uh, so anyway, like I said, I don't really give a fuck. Tanner doesn't really either because we'll be playing the new game because we played MW2 for hours, lots of them. So here's another little interesting factoid. The best-selling game of 2020 is still Modern Warfare, which is crazy. So what this means is 
Warzone has Warzone as Warzone being free to play got a lot of players to try Call of Duty, like it enough to want to play multiplayer and then buy the full game. If you enjoy Warzone, this is bad for you. Why is that? Because it relied on Warzone being free to play to get all of these conversions. That's what we call that in the business world, a conversion. It's when someone purchases your product or service. And now why is that bad? Because when your game is free to play and you have no anti-cheat software, you're going to have to ban 70,000 hackers and still have all 70,000 of them running around on new accounts. So this is not good news uh, as far as Warzone players are concerned, but it is good news as far as multiplayer players are concerned, as long as multiplayer remains behind a paywall, which it will. There's no way Modern War or Call of Duty as a franchise is going to go 100% free to play. So just a little interesting factoid with a couple uh, prognostications behind it. Do you have anything to say on this uh, this topic, Tanner? No, you covered it perfectly. People are buying it because of Warzone free-to-play. Yeah. So yeah. whatever. I think they're more buying it not to play multiplayer, but probably to get the um, content um, battle pass stuff, I would assume. I doubt most of those people are even playing multiplayer. Well, it says it's the best-selling game of 2020. That would imply they bought the game, right? No, but I'm saying they're buying it. They're still playing Warzone, but they're buying the game to get, like, the Battle Pass shit. Do you have to own the game That's to buy the Battle Pass? Oh, uh, I thought. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know either. But, yeah, you. I mean, you could be right. I don't know. We'd have to look into that. But as you guys learned last episode, uh, we don't do the most research before these. But we get close enough. So uh, what else do we have here? Here's another little cute little article. I just thought I'd show this very briefly. Call of Duty Warzone locations discovered in real life. My note in the notes is even their original content is an original Keck W. Can I get some Keck W's in the chat? Please. Oh, fuck. There we go. <laughs> so, so even their original map is not original. So here we have the uh, the stadium, which is based off of Donbass Arena. Uh, airport and tower is Donetsk Airport and Tower. Dam is, don't know this word, hydroelectric station. Sniper? Sniper? Tanner, you visit a lot of third world countries. What does this word say? I have absolutely no idea. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. Well... You should read a book while you're in Sudan Dnepr. next time. I'm going to say Dnepr. Okay, that's almost certainly wrong, but we'll go with that. Well, you have more experience well. than me. So, uh, Bank, Donetsk Bank. I have never seen this bank in Warzone, so keep that in mind. Uh, parliament Building is the Ukrainian Parliament. Okay. Oh, that's cool. This is, uh, you know what this is, Tanner? What? Do you recognize it? No. This is C on your favorite map. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were talking about the real picture. I, I know it's C on Tavorsk, the worst map in Ground War, okay. Call of Duty 2019 yeah. Game of the Year edition. 
So Superstore is based on Metro Supermarket Donetsk. wonder where Donetsk is. Is that like Germany or Scandinavia or something? It's all Ukraine. Oh, yeah, it's probably is Ukrainian, huh? Let's see. Yeah, it's Ukraine. Okay. Well, anyway, it looks like an Ikea. I like the picture they they chose of the real-life one, by the way. What? Oh, what the fuck? What stands out to you in this picture? Of the real life. It's oh, just what? garbage. It's all just of, other shit all over it? It's yeah. fucking like a riot just happened. <laughs> Why would they pick it's this fucking, picture? It's, it's a Walmart on Black Friday in the United States and Alabama. That's what it is. Dude, it's, it's fucking completely trashed. Dude, it's completely fucking trashed. There's no cars in the parking lot. It's... It's out of business, dude. It's only flipped over shopping carts and litter. <laughs> Why would they pick this image? Dude, I just... <laughs> what a fucking joke. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny, dude. Holy shit. Oh, Jesus Christ. Alright, I need to turn this page. Oh, Jesus Christ. That is so absurd. Someone needs to fire the QA guy over at Charlie Intel because that is outrageous. <laughs> oh my God, dude. Uh, okay. Dude, I bet you Walmart during the riots of 92 looks more clean than that, so... All right, so uh, our good friend Bobby Kotick from our last episode on Saturday, episode 20, a secretary texts the CEO, has, has, uh, has made another dumb fucking statement. Uh, let's see. We are in this together during these challenging and unprecedented times, says Bobby Kotick, CEO of Activision Blizzard, made of money. Our mission to connect and engage the world through epic entertainment, so self-aggrandizing, has never been more meaningful. And I'm proud of the critical role that Activision Blizzard is playing by bringing joy to our hundreds of millions of players and fans around the world. And then the blurb tweeted by the Activision Blizzard's official Twitter account, that is accompanying this image says Activision Blizzard's employees have come together in this crisis. In spite of these challenges, our teams have delivered new content and unlocked a deeper connection to our players. Have you? Have you though? No. Hey, giving out one of your eight cell phone numbers to your 10,000 employees does not constitute a deeper connection, especially when you're going to text none of them back. Together, we have been able to bring positive experiences. That's super debatable, so that's going to be a, for me. You know it's not a positive experience? Encountering 70,000 hackers in Warzone. So we'll start there. Uh, community and connection to the world. So this is all brazen, just wanton, uh, self-congratulatory horseshit from Bobby, Bobby Kotick. CEO of Activision Blizzard, which is a fucking disaster. I read this and just laughed a deep belly laugh, almost as hard as I laughed at the post-apocalyptic uh, rip-off IKEA picture we just 
viewed. So damn, that's crazy. Anyways, very interesting that he said that he's a fucking idiot. So that pissed me off. Uh, and then uh, that's pretty much anything to say on that image, Tanner. No. Okay. So the last thing I wanted to show you guys on this fine episode of the Drop Shot of Call of Duty podcast. This is fairly unrelated to um, what's it called? Call of Duty. But I'll give you some background. People on the internet have been developing artificial intelligence software to have a mic filter that will pick up your voice but will block out background noise. And it's been going pretty well, uh, as you'll see in this video. Uh, so, one last thing I want to point out. Just keep in mind that we have software right now that's available that can do something as sophisticated as this, but we can't detect whether or not someone is aimbotting in a video game, which we've been able to do for 15 years. So, just keep in mind that this is possible, but evidently, even though it's been possible to have anti-cheat software for the last 15 years, it's not possible now in 2020. But this is. So let's keep that in mind and let's watch. It's not perfect, but it's like way better than anything you'd ever expect, right? Like, I don't think an audio engineer could do any better than this in a live broadcast, but not by a long shot. And I can even take the fan away. I can point it in different directions. I can move it around. I can bang on the desk. While I'm talking to you guys, I can bang on the desk and have a fan blowing at the microphone and my face, banging on the desk, so it's like a construction site, and you guys can still literally hear me fine, and I sound okay, like this, like, like if you were just sitting there listening to the live stream, this wouldn't be annoying in the background? This is fucking hilarious. Okay, this, this, is, this is genuinely the coolest shit I've ever seen. Alright, there, I just disabled the filter. This is what it sounds like right now. Hey guys, welcome to Afternoon Coffee. Does this sound cool? Is this good audio quality? Let me enable the RTX filter again. Hold on here. Alright, RTX coming on. And now we got... Our, okay, still, I still hear the same thing through my headset. It's super fucking loud, banging. I got air blow. My neighbors can probably hear this dead blow hammer. This is just fucking cool. And it's not perfect, but it's Dude, like way better than... Dude, so that is crazy. So for those of you who are listening, there is this very svelte gentleman sitting at his desk and he's got a microphone in front of him and he's live streaming and there's some AI software that is like a mic filter. He has a fan literally pointed at his mic and he's banging a hammer on his desk and he's talking in a live stream and you don't hear any of the background noise. And then when, you, when all of a sudden you hear the hammer and the fan, it's because he turned off the filter and then he turned it back on and you could not hear that shit at all. So I'm going to be balls deep in this because I think it's out right now. It's in like beta, but it's still available. So if you have like, if you live in Southern California, for example, and it's hot as all get out in your room and you need 8,000 fans to keep you so yourself cool, this AI program can filter out all of that shit. It's fucking crazy, right? Did you ever watch this, Tanner? Yeah, it's insane. I mean, I just turn on my central air. I don't know what you do over there, but, you know. <laughs> Yeah, but that's super amazing, dude. So once again, this is possible, but banning cheaters with software is not possible. Fucking crazy. It's so dumb. Makes me so mad.
Everyone should have this so I never have to hear a low battery smoke detector in a game lobby again. Yeah, that would be nice. This is going to be ubiquitous among streamers in like a month. Like very soon. Because it's like... Excuse me. I haven't looked into it yet, but I think it's just like a mic filter. So you like download a plugin, install it, apply it as a filter to your mic in OBS, and then you're done. And I think it might take some time to like learn your voice or whatever. But once it does, it's like... That's so, that worked so fucking well. That's crazy. Crazy. Well, I thought you had to have an RTX card, but I believe people are already working on a workaround for that or something, or they already did. Yeah, I'm, cu I'm curious why it says RTX, because uh, it's something what would to do a graphics with the card. card, so the graphics card will, like, filter the audio for you? I don't know. Um... I'm reading an article. Uh, so Bloodless TV, our resident computer expert, says it only works on 2010 and 9 series video card and video cards, which is there we go. That's a that's a big proportion of streamers have one of those three series of cards. But that's Triple very SLI fucking cool. 2080 Ti's, but yeah, I wouldn't expect a GPU to do that kind of work. But as evidenced last episode, I don't know much about computers as it turns out. So it's not surprising that I didn't know that. But yeah, that's so cool. So cool. So. All right. Anything else, Tanner? Should I restart? Well, first, is there anything else? No. Okay. Then get the fuck off. Restart your computer. I'm going to call your grid fam. But I'm going to end the podcast first. So. All right, so let me catch up on chat here. So just to remind you guys, um, Tanner will be streaming right now, and I'm going to be gaming with him. We're going to uh, click on some heads. I don't know what we're going to play, uh, but we'll figure it out, and that should be fun. Um, so let me catch up on chat here. The bank vault is where I go to get money to buy all my bum-ass teammates back. Oh, is there a buy station there? That makes sense. That makes sense. It's a current coronavirus pick. No toilet paper there either. True. You might be right, Damascus. Might be the most recent photo. It's not a safe place to visit, so that doesn't surprise me. Makes sense. Better go to Atlas. I wait for the day the podcast blows up. And the boys are joined by Jay Peterson, by Colin. Dude. I would just ejaculate leaders if that were the case but I don't suspect Jordan Peterson's going to call into this small but vibrant and extremely humble community over here at the Dropshot LLC all three of them are going to go or excuse me all three of them are going to do tranquilizers and go on a spirit trip while hunting elk in Utah that must be a Joe Rogan reference but I don't know what it was in reference to Pretty amazing, yeah, for real. They all in the head, yeah, Damascus. It's at least once a night. I don't hear smoke alarms almost ever. It's interesting. Because it has 16 threads, you're never going to let me live that down, Damascus. What's going yeah, on, dude? We can run, Cry. We can run. So, uh, if any fourth wants to run, let us know. I'll invite you now. Um, dual cam? Yeah. Hold on. I got, I got to end the stream first.
What's up with the store? Oh yeah, Jedi. I'm still working on it. Um, I should have... I think it's probably not going to be until Friday. I have Friday off, so I think I'm going to upload your design and the regular design uh, on Friday. So, that will be the case. It was a reference to Jordan's addiction to tranquilizers. I think calling a benzo a tranquilizer is a stretch, but fair point, sir. I'm down if you have room. Okay, cool. All right, cool. Uh, well, uh, we are going to be raiding Tanner now, so thank you for watching. Make sure you accept this raid, and we are going to be gaming it the fuck up at twitch.tv slash tannerdropshot. So have an excellent evening, and as always, remember, stay humble. Stay humble. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.